Hi, you're listening to episode 12 of the official Everton Women's Podcast. And as always, we are sponsored by Lalette's. We're spoiling you lately. We have another two guests for you. Two for the price of one. And we have a player who made club history in 2017 when she signed a two-year contract as Everton's first full-time professional women's player. It is Gabby George. And the person who looks after our girls and got Gabby through her latest injury, it's our physio, Charlotte Doherty. So how are we, ladies? Are we okay? Good, yeah. Thanks for having us on. I think it'll be the only time I can say you can catch me on Spotify, but yeah, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> so you haven't got no songs out on Spotify or nothing like that? No, I just leave that for the shower. <laughs> <laughs> shower singing. We'll have to get to that later. What's your go-to uh, shower song? But it is so great to have you both on together because obviously uh, the two of you have, have struck up quite the bond over the past 12 months Uh Gabby, of course, overcoming um, an ACL injury, which which kept you ruled out for 12 months. Um, so delighted to have you back with us, Gabby. And, you know, you, you talk about players saying come back stronger um, and come back stronger, but you really have come back stronger. Um, you can see that in your performances on the pitch. Um, that mentality has, has driven you and, and you've just improved which is quite remarkable really and yeah I just want to talk to the two of you I guess about how the past 12 months has been starting with you Charlotte what's uh what's Gabby been like as a patient if you like <laughs> best patient she's ever had <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was coming <laughs> no um I mean what a like a, what a whirlwind 12 months it's been not only just obviously working with Gabs but what we've been through as a nation and as a world I think no one could have ever thought this was going to happen and Gabs definitely got thrown a difficult card in terms of having her surgery put off by four months because of the pandemic and you know showing that sort of determination and you know mental strength to keep going through four months of not really knowing when it was going to happen and then she has literally just taken the post-op rehab by storm in terms of everything's been you know trying to push herself and get stronger each time and Jack calls her Gabby 2.0 because it seriously is like working with an athlete who is just at the top of their game and it's really exciting to be a part of that journey. You don't ever get much positivity from Charlotte so we'll take this. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that's that's absolute shining praise there. (laughs) I mean as for working with her on day on and day out there was days where no she's um you had your days where I think things were difficult and you got fed up with seeing Jack and myself and Connor which I can understand you know our banter at times can be a little bit weak um you know the competition that Gabby has for herself let alone you know with anybody else it just has driven her from success to success and it's credit to her that she's back within 18 well 18 months within eight months of the surgery uh date because that's you know very rarely done and um and she's come back so much fitter and so much stronger it's amazing it it really is amazing to see and you know that's you know we obviously all back to you to to come back and come back strong but 
it is it's quite remarkable it's as if you've never been away um and and come back so strong and it is brilliant to see the two of you though because I know it is all smiles and stuff but it must have been challenging at times as you said you know to I can't actually imagine having the four months lingering over you not knowing what when the operation's going to be so you can't even get the operation done and and start your rehabilitation you've got four months of just having to try and stay positive on top of the fact that as you said the world's in this situation that none of us have ever seen and everyone's kind of not knowing where life's taking them that's that's huge credit to you Gabby you know to, to keep yourself positive and that mindset that you've got do you feel like this mindset now is just going to drive you on even further in your in your career? Yeah, I think um, obviously the first four months were difficult, but I think that probably only made the rehab easier. Um, I think obviously not having the operation or having a date or having an end goal was quite difficult. So then after I had the surgery, there was nothing that was going to stop me because everything that I wanted, I had. So there was nothing that made me look back and think, oh, I want this, I want that. I had everything that I wanted and it was surgery at the time. Um, so once I had the surgery, it was just time to get back onto the pitch and that was the next target. I think setting mini goals was the easiest way to overcome an injury. Um, like every week we measured my quad to make sure that it was going down, like just having mini targets to have. And I think the staff made it a lot easier. They tried to have banter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just who's <laughs> got the worst banter worse Connor maybe it's got to be Jack you know it's a different oh, Jack. type of <laughs> Jack's a lovely man but <laughs> to be honest there was probably a point we thought Gabs was losing it in the rehab or before post like pre-op because every time I'd speak to her she was going out to buy another dog <laughs> <laughs> so I may have got that only the two. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you ever need a, if you ever need a dog walker, Gabby, I'm, I'm your girl because it sounds like you know you're going to be collect, you've been collecting them up there. I'm glad you said two though and not twelve because oh, you'll you know, have no legs left, Sarah. They love eating legs. Oh well, do you know what? I love dogs. I am that person. Like my little sister gets embarrassed to go for walks with me in the park and that because if I see cute dogs, I'm basically like on the. You know what I'm like, both of you, all three of you. I'll be like on the floor with the dogs, like rolling around with them and that. And my little sister just carries on walking. <laughs> just keeps. She's like, I don't know who the hell that is over there. Um, I thought when you said at first, Charlotte, about Gab's losing it, I thought you meant losing her banter after being with you, and Jack and Connor. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but in, in all seriousness, like it's just so great to see you both and 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 you know, from being there um at Ashton Gate when the injury happened to how how as a, a group, um obviously yourself, Gabby, would be the person that it impacted the hardest. But as a team, we all felt that loss and it we knew it was a bad one straight away. So to be now at this point uh where you're back and and smashing it is just is just absolutely fantastic and of, of course you missed out on playing the first game at Walton Hall Park since it was our new home against Manchester United but you actually played your first full 90 there the other night um, I know it wasn't in front of, of of a crowd which is unfortunate hopefully there will be sooner rather than later but what was it like just to get your first 90 in on what is our new home yeah um I think it was the game before we were supposed to go there. I did it and we had our first game against United. Um, 
I've, I've enjoyed being in the stands and getting to know the stands a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> You've had the best seat in the house, Gabs. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it was great to get back out there. I think all of the games that I've been playing have been just little stepping stones. I think this season's just all about getting as many minutes as I can and getting my sharpness back ready for next season, hopefully. Um, and we can progress as a club and I can progress as an individual as well. Um, I think it's just good to be able to go out there and compete from a starting 11 place after being out for so long. Um, it's something that I knew that I could do and I knew that I wanted to do. So it's just doing it now and just trying to get consistency back into my game and just, just enjoying it. I think obviously being out for so long, you miss being out on the pitch and enjoying it and nothing can take that away. So it's just making sure that I continue to enjoy it and develop. And get back into that England squad as well. Hopefully, one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, no pressure there, Gabs. We want you uh, starting for England in the Euros next year. But no, in all seriousness, there's absolutely no reason. Obviously, you know, you, you, you're concentrating on your club football and like you said, those little steps, you don't want to get, uh, you know, too carried away. But there are so many exciting competitions for international uh, football and knowing yourself as an individual that the ambition you have, you'll definitely have sort of one eye on that, I'd imagine, and thinking, you know, as long as you keep doing you and, and playing the best you can for Everton um, in the in this team and, and securing your place in the starting eleven, you know, there's no reason why you couldn't be uh, representing your country going forward in the next, you know, few tournaments over the next few years. Yeah, I think obviously where Everton want to go, I think we want to be a top team. So if I can play in a top team, then there'll be no reason why I can't set goals even higher than that. But I think first and foremost, it's getting Everton to be in one of them top three teams and consistently and hopefully things come along with it. But as long as we're doing that, I'll be happy. Love that. Everton club, club uh, first and then what, whatever else happens, happens. But you've certainly got the ability you've already broken into the England squad. Um, you've been represented the country at all levels and you've made your senior debut as well. Uh, but how fantastic was it on England? I know you get asked about uh, Jesse, your cousin, a lot, but I think everybody who's a football fan was just buzzing watching him for England. And I know that he's been influential uh, in your journey as well and just keeping positive. I bet it's been quite a nice parallel, though, hasn't it? You coming back into the team with, with Everton, getting back out there, playing really well and, and seeing Jesse with a, with a real like new lease of life and smashing it for England again. Yeah, I think obviously he's an inspiration, not just to me, but for a lot of young kids that are looking up that when things do start to look down, it's only you that can turn it around and he's turned it around and he's gone to West Ham and proved to everyone what he can do. And I think that mentality is something that I, I've looked up to during my rehab because any, anyone in my family doesn't really look as my injury being an injury. They look at it as like there's no excuses, like the injury's done, it's gone and now it's time to perform. And I think if you have the right mindset, you'll always be able to go and do it. I think I know that I can get sharper and I know I can keep improving, but I think it's taking it game by game and having someone like that to look up to is it's phenomenal for me. I think it, it, he's done amazing at West Ham and he's gone and done it at England, so it shows that nothing can stop you. Davy Walton Hall Park, we're both part of the Everton Women's Official Supporters Club. We had the flag back in there, didn't we, the other day? Um for the, for the Chelsea game, we're just dead excited, aren't we, to get back and and see uh, Gabby. Imagine the the applause that is gonna the ovation that's gonna come after fans being away for so long. How excited are we to get back there? Yeah, we can't wait to get the fans back. Sorry, this is just Connery's just what he really wanted to be involved in it. Has he come into? <laughs> <laughs> you got some. 
You got some banter for us, Connor. Being being drafting all day, have I? So <laughs> you you'll have, you'll have to get on here and do some real work on the podcast soon, Con. Why <laughs> you didn't ask him? He's like a, he can tell you about his sore hamstring from today. Yeah. Actually, I'm yeah. just waiting. I'm waiting for me call. So. <laughs> your next on your next on the list, there, Con. We'll get you on. <laughs> that means your next season. <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack and Con are special next week. <laughs> oh God, you'll be done in five minutes. You won't get much from them. <laughs> we, we've 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 lost. We always lose our trail on this. This is oh. what I love about it. It's just so relaxed, and it's good to talk about. Obviously, you know the the on pitch stuff, but just so much that goes on behind the scenes as well um so what is your the two of you what's been like your highlight of, of spending the past sort of 12 months together would you say there has been yeah it's been some funny times like Gabs and I have had to travel down to London a couple of times together obviously to see the consultant and Charlotte know, had okay. to do a tour of London where I was getting surgery <laughs> yeah that was... for about eight hours <laughs> And then bringing Gabs back on the train after her surgery, I literally was so petrified because she was as white as a ghost. And she's asked me for like some sweets. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get you some and like produce these Percy pigs. And I've never seen them disappear so quickly on this train. But then all of a sudden, like this white ghost just returns to life. And she's like, okay, I'm fine now. And I was like, oh my God, thank goodness. Because at one minute, I thought you were going to be sick everywhere in this taxi. And now you're now you're okay but um yeah it's been good I think you know we've had some great moments in terms of I know Gabs didn't play at Wembley but you know being a part of that and just I think we've all seen not only is she a teammate on the pitch but she's definitely a teammate off the pitch um and you know that was great fun for us all and a memorable occasion um but I can't wait for Gabs to see Gabs playing on Wembley to be fair as you said, Charlotte, unfortunately, Gabby missed out playing uh, the cup final this time. But you have played the cup final for Everton before in the past. And, you know, you've been, we were saying, we had Dan on last week and we were saying Dan's been through it all as a player as well. You know, being promoted, seeing us like avoiding relegation as, as well, narrowly cracking back into the top six, getting to an FA Cup final. There is a real feel and with the investment and, of course, the massive news about Sky and BBC and that, women's football is going to be so visible and we'll go on to talk a bit more about that. Um, but the ambition of the club, you, there is a real sense of, and I know it's not just as easy as getting to a cup final. There's a lot that goes into it. But with this group, this staff, this team, we can definitely get there again soon, can't we? Yeah, I think for Everton, we need to be winning trophies. And um, I think the past before, along before I joined, was always Everton competing for trophies. So I think obviously it's been a bit of a roller coaster of a journey with relegation, coming back, fighting relegation, and now being a, a comfy mid table team. We need to then push on for more. And I think Everton deserves that. So I think the investment coming into us and I think the staff that we're getting together and the players that we're getting together, I think we need to push on for that and not just compete but win trophies. Mm. That's what we love to hear, isn't it, Davey? Um, and I think that this this group of players that we've got now, as you said, the staff, everyone, we've got such a, a really nice blend of we've got players coming in from different leagues, different countries. We've got the homegrown talent as well. We've got the slightly older players, the younger players. But we, we're building a really special squad here, aren't we? And, and a squad that... Yeah, is is capable of of winning trophies. And do you think when we have got fans back going forward? 
people are so on board with this journey. And I think the two go hand in hand, like fans coming back in and, and really sort of pushing, uh, growing together and, and going to that next next step, winning trophies, trying to, to get into Europe, which we know is a massive task. But we're, we're bridging that gap, aren't we? Yeah, I think um, obviously with Walton All Park, our new home ground, we the fans have only been there maybe once. Um, so I think um, it'll be exciting when things hopefully go back to normal to get the fans back at Walton Hall Park and, and pushing us on to try and turn sometimes the draws into wins and the wins into even bigger wins. Um, I think we had a good turnout against United, so there's no reason why we can't get that on a consistent basis. Moving from Southport, obviously it was difficult there. Um, but I think we've done well this season and people are starting to watch us more. So hopefully we can get them down to the ground and they can push them on a little bit more. Definitely. And, you know, the TV deals we just alluded to there before with, with Sky Sports and BBC recently announcing they're going to be broadcasting. I think Sky was 44 games, BBC 22 games across the channels, free to air as well on the BBC. It is massive news and, you know, the visibility of the game is going to be everywhere. You know, Sky Sports and BBC are the biggest sporting broadcasters in this country. And I think it's just going to be great to normalise seeing women's football on TV all the time. And, you know, how does that make you both feel knowing that there's going to be young girls out there as well that, you know, a lot of us grew up looking up to and still do have like players in the in the men's game that we admire and look to because um, it's the same sport but it, it, it it's, will be great to see kids looking at the telly and you know going oh, I want to be like Gabby George when I'm older I want to be like me Damar or, or whoever how excited are you both about this this news recently? Um, I mean thrilled in terms of where you know the women's game's gone even in just a short period of time that I've been part of it but you know hearing the history from the older players within this squad and, you know, hearing Gabby's journey as well. Like, it's so exciting. And I think, you know, to know that you're going to be an inspiration to these young girls that want to get involved. And I can't think of any, you know, female footballers and I wasn't into football as a kid so probably not going to know many that would have been an inspiration to me but you know when you think about female athletes and who they are you know the inspirations I always think of your your big you know, tennis stars so to see more sort of footballers that are coming in and making themselves uh, prominent on the female athlete stage is, is going to be amazing and I'm so pleased to see that women's football is getting the visibility that it deserves because these players have worked and the staff have worked so hard to produce such a professional game week in and week out and make these two leagues between the WSL and the championship um, as strong as they can be and as competitive as they can be. And I think this season and last season have definitely proved that it's not just the top three teams that are always competing for the top you know the league title or any of the cup titles it's about every other team down the WSL and championship to keep vying to reach those top points. Yeah I just think it's a, a breath of fresh air really I feel like it's been a long time coming um, I think not just Everton but the whole women's league have worked hard and obviously we haven't had the visibility we've got the FA player but it's not visible to everyone where you can just switch on your TV and it's there um so I think how hard we do work on a daily basis and it's it's a congratulations to all of us because I feel like the game has only gone in such good places and it's only going to keep getting better and better um and it's going to be like you compare everything to the men's game but now it's just going to be football because when you turn on the TV you can just watch football whether it's male or female when you go on Twitter it's going to be 
pundits, plaudits, everything for men and women's football, which is obviously something that we've been wanting and I think it's just a dream come true, really. Sure, you mentioned before about not being into football when you were younger. I did read up that you used to work in the NHS as well, so did I, so we've got something in common there. But what made you get into football then? Because I know you were working with a rugby club, was it? Was that in Melbourne? Yeah, not in Melbourne, Australia, just in Melbourne, Derbyshire. So from that point of view. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was working in rugby or like and predominantly male sport as well um, during my time in the NHS. And then um, when I qualified for my after my master's, um, I joined, again, a boys football academy, um, which was great, I think. You know, sometimes it's about the luck of the draw of the jobs. And really, I just wanted to be involved in some form of elite sport because the opportunity to work with athletes on a daily basis is so motivational and inspiring. You know, these guys put their bodies on the line day in and day out to push themselves and be really competitive with each other and with themselves. And I think that is as a physio who is there to try and get the best out of an athlete, you know, is so much easier to do when the person actually wants to be there and wants to try their hardest and wants to get better and um, so to be involved in in football is is amazing I think there's you know again with women's football where it's going has been great to see um, and to know that you're part of that journey. Well girls we have if you've been listening to the recent podcasts um, or if you've heard Dan, Dan Turner probably shouting that um, she took the lead on our quiz that we've been doing. So it's we're going to quiz both of you. Um, you can choose who wants to go first. We can flip a coin, whichever you want to do. And you've got six, 16 is the winning score so far. So it's as many quick fire questions as you can answer in 60 seconds. Davey will ask the questions. I'm on clock watching duty. You're going to go first. You can. Why? Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> okay. She's like, okay, fair enough. Don't even, don't even question it. Because you can't know the questions. That It'll be in. different ones now. I'll go uh, from bottom to top again. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Sixty-second quiz starts in three, two, one, go. Childhood hero. Uh, Paul Scholes. Favorite place in the world. Sarasota. Funniest Everton teammate. Gabby George. Fastest Everton teammates. Dan Turner. Pre-match meal. Uh, avocado, eggs on toast. Tea or coffee. Coffee. Biggest inspiration. Uh, Gabby George. <laughs> Favourite star from other sport. Serena Williams. Toughest Everton teammate. Uh, Hayley Ratto. Chocolate or ice cream. Uh, chocolate. Most stylish Everton teammate. Gabby George. Most skillful. <laughs> Everton teammate? Uh, Alicia Lehman. Superpower, invisible or able to fly? Invisible. Do you have any pets? Uh, yeah, dogs. Friends or Gavin and Stacey? Gavin and Stacey. Coronation Street or EastEnders? Uh, Coronation Street. Celebrity. That's quite good. That was, that was, good. That was Charlotte good. Doughty oh, is now in oh, the lead. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to say, don't mention it till the end. Oh no, it's not good. She's winning with 17 points. Sharon is going to be me. fuming. I, I had to skip a few there because it was like, what position would you want to play? It was like, because we didn't have the last round, did we? <laughs> I'm ready. Right. This, this, is, this is the kind of energy that I want. I'm loving this. 
Right, I feel more nervous than Make I sure will. Make sure you read them out quickly, though. Okay, yeah, okay. Davey. I'm, I'm, glad that I'm, I'm so glad I'm on the time instead. Right. <laughs> Should we swap for this one, Sarah? <laughs> not a chance. I'll get nervous now and slip over, and I'm not having. I'm not upsetting Gabby George. No way. <laughs> right. Are you ready, Gabs? I'm ready. Let's go. Right. Three, two, one, go. Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Favorite song? Toxic. Favorite drink? Coke. Best advice you've been given? Nothing's impossible. Social media pl- platform you most use? Insta. Hardest trainer at Everton? Meg Finn. Favourite film? I don't have one. Can you play a musical instrument? Guitar. What celebrity would you most like to meet? Jesse Lingard. Carnation Street or EastEnders? Sorry. Friends or Gavin and Stacey? Gavin and Stacey. Last person you called? Mum. Do you have any pets? Dogs. Superpower, invisible or able to fly? Invisible. Most skillful Everton teammate? Shani. Most stylish Everton teammate? Me. Toughest opponent? Me. Patrick or last minute winner? Last minute winner. Toughest Everton Stop! teammate? Oh. No! He asked that question twice. Did I? <laughs> Toughest Everton teammate? Yeah, that was twice. So I need another one. Yeah, go on. I've got to say me every time. Like. I could have Wait, said that for every single one. Let me see this. <laughs> she even took it twice, didn't he? Because I said me. Mm-hmm. No, I said most skillful Everton teammates and the most yeah. stylish Everton teammates. And then no, the no, last you, one... you, you asked toughest as well because I said me for mm-hmm. toughest, Shani for skillful, and you for stylish. Me for stylish. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wait, right, right, we'll have to go so back. I have an extra one on that. So what did I get? Go on. So. Gabby has taken the lead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I think we need an adjudicator on this. this event. <laughs> I was, I was literally so impressed then as well because it was like I could see even when as soon as you knew what the options were between, it was like go, go, go. Like you were determined. So we've had like a new. Winner, so you can now tell Dan that she's gone into third place. <laughs> what so did I get? You, you got 19. Oh, like that was very impressive. I've got to say, that was very, very 19? impressive. Wow, yeah. So, I mean, we haven't been practicing all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were practicing our scout accents. No, we oh, no, yes. <laughs> I really want to hear yours, Charlotte. I really want to hear yours. The other day, I was on the phone to a friend and I was like, oh. I'm gonna go to the Asda, and I stopped. I was like, Scouse. "I mean, I mean, I'm going to Asda. I'm just going to Asda." You're Scouse now. Once you've started saying the Aldi, the Asda, home and bargain, you're Scouse girl now. <laughs> Wait, so, I, I will ask one question: guitar. I've never seen that coming. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well. I'm that... here for it. Can you really play it? Yeah, freestyle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Jesse one was great as well. I was like, <laughs> yeah. We'll have to try. We'll have to try and make that happen for you, Gabby. We'll have to. We'll have to try and get Jesse to come and meet you. <laughs> I tell you what, I absolutely love that game. The answers have to be correct. <laughs> <laughs> <that's it. laughs> See, she's gonna make it far this one in life. You've got it sussed. 
Like, I've just been what? looking at the questions as well. It's hardest trainer ever to not toughest teammate. Yeah, well, that's another real, you know, positive this season as well is been Meg Finnegan, of course, is, has played a lot. And, you know, how excited are you? Obviously, we're, we're really fortunate now. We went through a bit of a patch where we were quite sparse in the centre back position. But me, Sarah. I know. <laughs> That video door didn't stop opening at times. <laughs> well, at one point, didn't we? We had it would have been Rika, yourself, Gabby, Poppy, Claire, um, Val. Val, of yeah. course. Yeah, so you know, the, the you know, you've, you've had your work. <laughs> What's that? Gabs was down the pecking order on that. That was, <laughs> was the best of <laughs> Well, do you know what though? Given you know when when Charlotte said before that from eight months after your surgery till you were you know back that, that's that's incredible. That just shows how hard you 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 work and you know how fit you've kept yourself and how well you've kept yourself because it must be easy in positions like that to you know. I know. Yeah, like to, 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 then four months was a fluctuation. <laughs> Telling you, honest to God, like this this lockdown, it is like just so hard to try and like stay motivated with stuff like that. But no, it it, it must be. I, I I just don't know how you manage to keep yourself so so fit and so motivated because I have days where you know just everything gets on top of you, and sometimes just even like motivating myself to do like a twenty minute online workout is just too much to ask. So I, I, it must have been, you know so so challenging but just the smile on your face and I remember a tweet that you put out at the time um it was like tough tough times don't last tough people do and I remember you you posting that and just to to see now all that time on it's like absolutely is right girl you've 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 like you're just proof of that you can come back stronger and you know for so many people that do go through we know we see a lot of ACL injuries unfortunately in women's football as well but I think your story and and how you've come back is going to help so many other girls when unfortunately that if they're going through the same thing like you're going to be a a prime example for them to look to and go yeah you know what I might be down here right now but I'm going to come back and and smash it Do do you think about that as well like the inspiration and stuff you're going to give to to other girls going through similar sort of situations. Yeah, well, I set Charlotte a challenge to get me back as quick as possible and then maybe she could write a book for everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had so many discussions or, like, arguments around what date we're setting for certain things. Like, the dates change so much because Gabs will just push those boundaries each time about, you know, trying to shave a bit more time off, which obviously is great for me trying to keep me on my toes but uh, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm starting that book soon I got really good at counting weeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> one educating me on how to count weeks <laughs> I was gonna say it, it, it is remarkable though you know that the, the speed of which you've come back and Charlotte talk about you know being thrown in at the deep end this is a, your, your second season with Everton now um <laughs> do you feel like you know you you've improved in your job you've you've had to work so hard haven't you obviously you want to be working hard but as a physio you you almost don't want to be working too hard because it means players got injured but it's credit to you how how quick and strong the girls have come back as well 
Yeah, hundred percent. Like, you know, as a physio, my job is to make players better, but I never want players to be off the pitch because that's where they want to be. That's where their passion and their joy is. Um, but yeah, you have to be adaptable. You have to be flexible in terms of this role and working hard to support these players. And each player is different with the needs that, you know, they come to you with. But the best moment is when they get back on that pitch. And I'm not going to lie. When we were at the Tottenham game and Gabby played 45 minutes, my heart was literally in my throat the whole time because, you know, I just want her to do well and I want her to enjoy the experience and, you know, get stronger and fitter and better each time she plays. But obviously there is, there's huge risk attached with this ACL in terms of making sure she stays on the pitch. Um, But she's doing so well at the moment and, you know, credit to, well, not just her, but her teammates as well that have supported her through the journey. Yeah, so excited as well for for the end of the season now. Obviously, we've got a few games left and still got an awful lot to to play for. Um, How excited are you to to try and finish this season strong now and and then head into the summer with with huge ambition, looking to that next season where we're going to be all over TV all the time? (laughs) Yeah, I think um, it's just exciting to have a game every weekend to look forward to. I think obviously when you're injured, these games, they're coming thick and fast, but you're not really a part of it. So I feel like every weekend now I'm able to get back into a routine and get up and have the game day feeling, which is something that you miss so much when you're out injured. So I think every game I'll t- I won't take for granted um, and then hopefully get to summer and push on again and get ready for next season. Um, well done, Gabby, on getting to the top of the uh, Q&A league. Thanks. I think we need a bit <laughs> more, actually. I know. Dan but, set the tone for getting so competitive as well that now everyone just wants to win. Poor Shani. No, <laughs> she'll be asking for a redo. <laughs> was Shani our first one on, or was it yeah, Izzy? Just a f- oh, no, it was Izzy. It, it was Izzy, yeah. Oh, okay. No excuses then, yeah. Shan. But um, just quickly before we go as well, Gabby, I know you've you've received a lot of support from Everton fans and stuff that haven't been able to to speak to you in person at the games and, and you know, wish you well and congratulate you on coming back. But do you have a message for any of the fans that have uh, watched you and supported you over the last sort of 12 months and what can they expect to see from you when fans can come back as well? Are you excited? Yeah, um, I'd like to say thank you to everyone that supported me over the journey. Um, it's been a long 12 months, but... I've had messages probably every other day. So everyone's stuck by me for the past 12 months. And I think you're only going to see a better Gabby George than what left when you last seen me play. So we can't wait to have you back at Walton Hall Park and hopefully we'll be lifting trophies there. Yes! On that note, we'll let you go. Thank you so much both for your time. Honestly, it's been such a ball. Absolutely loved it. Uh, Legends, I'll see you on the weekend. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Just want to finish off by thanking all our listeners for listening. Please give the podcast a share on your social media. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to the official Everton podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify or your preferred podcast listening app. If you can give us a five-star rating, that would be great as well. You can also go back and listen to previous episodes with the likes of Jill Scott, Hayley Rasso, Ingrid Moore-Wald and loads more. We'll be back in a fortnight's time with another guest of the Toffees.
we have questions about our body, periods, and well, pretty much anything else, most of us turn to the search engines, but sometimes it can be overwhelming. What we really need is straightforward answers and expert advice to put our minds at ease, and that's where Lilette's Talk comes in. It's a safe, confidential space where you can ask the questions that you need to and get a no-nonsense answer, whatever your life stage or query, and this is how it works. Send a message anytime via text or WhatsApp on 0116-326-1967. Ask a question about periods, puberty, maternity, menopause, products or anything else in between. It's completely anonymous, so Lilettes won't know any details about who you are and will never use your number for marketing purposes. You'll get an answer back within 24 hours and the best bit, your answer will come from a real person and not a bot. The dedicated team at Lilettes will be available between 6am and 6pm to answer your questions. That number again is 011-6326-1967. So Lilettes Talk.